is Autumn Miles and the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing today? What's going on in the Metroplex? Love you today. I love you. I woke up loving you. I'm not crazy. That really actually happens when you have the love of the Lord living inside of you. What are you doing driving in your car, uh, sitting at your cubicle, painting your nails? I bet someone's painting their nails out there today. Uh, Welcome to the show. You all are about to get your little pants inspired uh, today. I, um, I've i actually heard about my guest today for a minute, a long minute. Um, and oh, goodness. And she is in studio with us today. Um, we have today, if you if you need a little encouragement about dreams, vision, life, what do you do? You're depressed. You're down in the dumps. Jesus forgot about you. You failed at everything. Well, you know what? Today and to Tomorrow is going to bless you. Do not uh, uh, make sure you tune in uh, tomorrow to the Autumn Mile Show as well. I'm going to go ahead and welcome our guest in studio. Before I do that, I want you to um, go and check us out on YouTube. You know, this this show is going to be so awesome. We haven't done it yet, but it's going to be so awesome. I want you to catch it on YouTube um, the next day. We post all of our stuff the next day. If you see a show, it's like, boom, that's exactly what I needed. Log into our YouTube. Um, actually... The, um, the, our creative director is here in studio and bless his heart. He edits and uh, could you imagine editing me? Like I just, these, I don't know how they do it. Anyway, it's up, it's ready. It's pretty. It's got a little thingy on a little header and footer on it. And I don't even know what that means, but it's good. Um, today I want to welcome to the show, my new friend and I feel like soulmate. Yep. Come on. Girl. Yes. <laughs> Anna McCoy in studio. This woman right here she is an author this this is all she does i just ask her is there anything you don't do author coach kingdompreneur inspirationalist global solutionist i need that in my title okay uh restorer of hope Girl, you do it all, right? It's in me, girl. It's in me. It's in me. Okay. Um, and we're she's, she's actually, we're going to talk about her. Uh, she's written a couple of books. We're going to talk about those tomorrow. But today, we're going to get to know her. Um, she is a highly successful woman. Um, and, and so we're going to get to know a little bit of her story. So welcome to the show, Anna. How are you? I'm doing absolutely wonderful, Autumn. I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's rock the world together, girl. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know what, Anna? Let's pray. Let's, all let's, right. let's. Let's let's go to the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Ask him to bless it. Go for it, Anna. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you for all those that are hearing us today, Father. Yes. I pray that you would divinely influence the human heart to open that heart to mm. receive the words, Lord God, to receive the testimony. Yes. Father God, to see that there is a God. Mm. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord, that through this discussion, through our getting to know each other and getting to share you with others, Father. Let love reign. Yes. And so, Father, I just release the spirit of love mm. over the airwaves, Lord God, and I thank you for the privilege, Lord God, to release a sound in this region that people are loved, they are appreciated, yes. they are celebrated, and they are valued. Mm-hmm. So welcome home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amen. You know what? I, I got to know all about you. I've I've learned from lots of pages of notes and what I've heard. But tell me a little bit about how you grew up and just give me the spiel on Anna McCoy. 
Oh my gosh, how I grew up. I, I, I was born in Houston, Texas. I'm the youngest of my mother's five children, uh, the number 14 of my father's children. You know, he had wow. many, uh, four families, and we wow. were the youngest family. My mother had three children with him and two of a previous marriage. Um, I was the youngest. Um, I probably was the boss. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> fortunate totally to, the boss. <laughs> yeah, to have my sister here with me, which is a real privilege. But um, I tell you, growing up for me, I, you know, you'd probably do better asking her, but growing up for me, literally, I think, um, I don't think I've known a day without God. Hmm. Not that I've done everything that I think I was supposed to do or that I could have done, but I seriously, seriously will say this, is that I knew I was different when I got here. Hmm. I just knew it. I knew that I was extraordinary. When people asked me, what did I want to be? I wanted to be great. Mm. See, at four and five, six years old, you don't know what great is. Yeah. You don't know what greatness is, but the Holy Spirit knows that he is the greater one within you. Right. And I was coming into agreement with a greatness in my life, uh, even at that age. I love that you said that. How many people are courageous enough to say, I knew I was great. I knew I was built for greatness. People don't talk like that. Right. They just don't. But you know what? When God speaks to you and he knows what he has planned for you, you better recognize what he's already telling you. Well, let me tell you how important that is to understand. I think for me uh, as a young girl, Knowing that the greatness was in me, knowing that I was unique, knowing that I was from another planet. I'm I'm an alien here, and I take that (laughs) totally serious, right? I I don't want to be comfortable here. I want to be a Mm. sent one in the earth, and it's becoming much more clear to me now. But as a young child, I do remember... Uh, having these encounters with God, just these quiet times, these moments in the yard by myself, the moments of the chaos. We, our our life was chaotic. Hmm. It was it was crazy. We were fighting for our lives. You know, we didn't know we was Bebe's kids back then. Hmm. But when they wrote a wrote a comedy, it's like, girl, that's our people. <laughs> that was us because we was picking up hammers. We was doing curtain rods. We were going to just break it down. I love it. You know, we were trying to survive. Yeah. And uh, so for me, even uh, back then and in, in, in at that time, you know, we were not safe in our homes. Hmm. You know, we had family and friends and different people who violated us as young girls. And you didn't know how to, to deal with that. This was what life was. But I'm telling you, when the Lord speaks to you and he speak, he spoke to me, I am great. Hmm. And when he speaks greatness in you, greatness is it comprises of resilience. Hmm. It's the ability to bounce back and overcome and move forward. Mm-hmm. And so not that I didn't have the pain, but I had something so much greater. And that was the greatness. That was the resilience. That was the hope. That was the grace. And mm-hmm. see, my name means Anna. And I understood back then what my name means, Anna, by name, by nature, that I had the favor of God, that God favored me. Mm-hmm. And I was going to live out my name. I didn't care if you understood it or not. But my name means grace. So when I ask, I'm expecting that to be given to me. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting this to happen. My sisters and brothers would put me up to my parents. Send Anna. Mm. Send Anna. Because really? Anna's name That's means cool. grace. Wow. My sister is Sonia. Her name means wisdom. My brother Harry, his name means army, a force. Wow. And so when we start to think about who, who's in the room. Send grace. 
Hmm. We need something from mom and daddy. We know we shouldn't be asking for it. You send Anna because the grace of God hmm. by name, by nature. And so hmm. that's kind of the essence. But my life is not without pain. And m- most people think it is. Okay, so let me just stop. There's like 72 things I could talk to you about right now. At a young age, you knew that you were great. You were yeah. called for greatness. Yes. You knew that you were called for greatness. But there was a lot of obstacles, clearly, that you just talked oh. to, t- talk to talked through just very briefly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I believe as children, I have yes. four children myself, yes. two one-year-olds and two, a 10 and a seven-year-old. Um, I believe as children, God gives us sort of an idea before the world sort of comes in and messes with our mind. Mm-hmm. And we, we understand the evil mm-hmm. that is in the world. Mm-hmm. We have an idea of, of our calling mm-hmm. what God's asking us mm-hmm. to do things like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing of it is a lot of people will let those voices speak louder than what God is telling because they start to con- they, they start to question was that really God or was that just my child mm-hmm. you know mind thinking or whatever you were able to push past all those voices mm-hmm. um, just practically and then we got a lot of your story to get to yeah. but I, I want to I feel like God wants me to stop at this moment right. how are you were you able to silence the difficult circumstances to remain positive for a, a, a hope and a future in your life well, it's so it's so amazing and I, and I want to encourage all of the parents and the mothers and the fathers that are listening to us today. I'm going to give you one assignment. This is what coaches do in life. I'm going to give you one assignment. I'm listening, coach. I want you to pay attention, Autumn, to your children. Mm. See them the way God sees them. Mm-hmm. This is so important because I had a conversation with my mother five years ago. I sat down with her and I had this burning question. Mama, what was I before the world got a hold of me? Mm. What do you remember before I remembered me? Mm. See, we don't remember us before four, three, five. You might remember some spots about who you are, but you remember the one-year-old. You Mm. remember the seven-year-old. You remember the 10. In ourselves, we can't really see ourselves because life is happening to us, Mm -hmm. not for us. Yeah. Wow. When we get an opportunity to make life happen for us, it's at a totally different age. My mother said to me, she says, Anna, I'm 45 years old at the time I asked the question. She looks at me and she says, Anna, I have five children. You were different. Hmm. And this is how you were different. She says, Anna, when you would look at people, you would just stare them in the eyes and it was like you would be able to see their soul and you would touch them and you would touch their face and you would just love on them in a way I'd never seen before. Hmm. And that's who you are today. Hmm. Anna, you have completely returned to who God really originally intended you to be. My mother knows my story. She knows the in-between. So to the parents that are listening, it's painful to see what your children go through, but try to remember who they are and begin to speak to their future presence, present, because they will return. Yes. (sighs) I know I'm taking you all off base. I'm just following the Holy Spirit. Thank you, (laughs) Jesus. No, let me tell you something. My uh, 10-year-old is like, going to change the world. Yes. She just is. My t- my 7-year-old going to be a pastor. Yes. I know he is. Yeah. My son, my one baby son's name's Moses. <laughs> He is going to lead some great He's revolution. He's going to part the waters. Oh, he is absolutely. That's why we named him mm-hmm. that because I knew when I saw him, my baby daughter's named Haven. 
And they have all lived up to their name, Grace, mm-hmm. Jude, Moses, and Haven. Now, my mm-hmm. babies are one, but yeah. you can see that. Yes. And this is a great, I, I mm-hmm. love that you are talking about parenting. You know, so a lot of moms yes. are at home and they sure. freak out because yes. their kids everywhere and everything's happening mm-hmm. and, and they're trying to get food on the table and change the diapers and whatever. And they don't seize the moment to mm-hmm. speak life into their children, to speak to their future and mm-hmm. tell them they can be exactly who God's called them to be. And that's a big disservice. Absolutely. As, as parents, come on, well, speak life to your children. I mean, we're just, we're making our way. That's what we say when we can't address the spiritual things in our life. We're just making our mm. way. Mm-hmm. And you can, you cannot be so consciously focused on the things of God every single moment of your life. The one thing I've come to know about God, he doesn't use me always. Mm-hmm. But when he does use me, when he calls me on the assignment, I need to be ready in season and out of season. I need to be ready to obey him. So I say to those parents is that life is happening, but be conscious to make an, a concerted effort to be aware of the spirit Mm-hmm. Of your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's will benefit them in the their future. whole life. Yes. Yes. Indeed. OK, let's get back to you. OK. OK. Um, so talk to me about um, college. <laughs> well, <laughs> college was an interesting. I, in fact, I went to nine colleges. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. Nine colleges across the country. And, and by the way, I still don't have a receipt. And a receipt is a diploma for some of you who don't know what that means. Um, it's it's that thing that says you you did this. You paid us a lot of money and you, you made your way through. Yes. So I finished at uh, when I say I finished because I am finished with it. Mm-hmm. You understand? I am finished. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't I, they didn't give me my receipt because uh, I didn't take the last the very last thing, which was changed over the course of time. Because I got married, left the city, and you know, you move on. Mm-hmm. But I've completed it, my entire coursework mm-hmm. until they change that the catalog mm-hmm. on you and they add another class. I don't need that. And they I've change been gone. it all the time. Yeah. Yes. It's ever changing. You know, I've been gone. But I went to nine colleges. Um, my parents uh, had five children, my father and mother together, the five of us. All five of us were in college together. My mother is so radical. She is absolutely crazy. We come from such great stock. I mean, mm-hmm. she is just amazing, right? At 42, she decided, it's five of y'all, y'all going to college. And she was sick of my dad. And she's like, I'm out too, dude. I'm out. <laughs> I am going back to college. I have raised these children. And I'm going to go and educate myself. Thank God she did. 35 years ago, she'll be 75 years old tomorrow. And about 30, well, I guess 33 years ago, she made that decision. She beat us all out of college, got (laughs) her degree, went on to work 20, 25 years in the industry, in the medical industry. And it's just amazing. So she's always been a shero for us. Awesome. Uh, Okay, but you flunked out of college. Tell me about that, because I I loved this point about you, because when (laughs) I read author, coach, you're like a success story in a person. But college doesn't define you. Yes. College teaches you how to memorize a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I took a lot of courses. I can't remember that. But what life has taught me, it's taught me what it did give me was a confidence that I could read a book. It gave me the confidence that I could read instructions. It gave me the confidence that I could search out information. It gave me the confidence that, yes, I could finish even though I didn't get a receipt. I finished, I don't know, 140 hours. So somebody ought to give me a receipt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day, when I think about college, 
I will, I was sharing, I, I just wanted to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was an entrepreneur at six years old, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. First, first business. Look, y'all can paint these houses around here. Come on here. Let me get these neighborhood boys. Let me build a flyer, create a flyer, two stick houses, one happy face, one sad face. This is yours today, but in the future, it's going to look like a happy house. Just let us paint your house. Just, I was always doing something, mm-hmm. always doing something. The woman across the street from us, she had a ceramic shop and I'm like, Look, I need some money because I need some Cheetos, and I got five brothers and sisters, and I can't. Who buy, love a Cheeto? Look, I cannot buy one bag because everybody gonna want one of my bag. Right. So when I went over to negotiate with her, I said, "I'll sweep your floor, but you got to give me fifty cent because a bag of Cheetos is ten cent. Yeah, and I need five. Siblings. That's and smart. so, but yeah, so I, I worked for her for a long time, and then ran a record shop when I was twelve. Wow! So I was much more mature. I was much more money minded. Uh, then I worked my entire high school years. I worked full time in in high school. And I'm only saying that to build up to this. When I got to college, I was salutatorian in my high school. So I, I'm, I'm intelligent. You can't tell me I'm not a genius. There's no way you can do that. Okay? And I'm ready for whatever is coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm appointed to go to the Air Force Academy. I mean, I, I I've got different uh, academic scholarships. I could I could have gone to UT and Austin. All of these things. But that doesn't define me. What defined me is what I was supposed to be doing. But what defines a lot of people is that receipt. Yes, it does. It's the receipt. And they think if I can just, here's the thing. This is what I love about your story. And as I've gotten to know you through Mm -hmm. everything that you do, um, a lot of people put so much stock on that receipt that they don't put a lot of stock in their mindset. And I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to, I'm going to start this business. Give me 50 cents for the Cheetos for all my brothers and sisters. They put so much stock in that that they miss a lot of things that God wants them to, to develop doing. as mm-hmm. they're even going through school. And education yeah. is important. Okay, yeah. we want to promote we want to promote that. But a lot of people bow down to the idol of education, mm-hmm. and they forget that there are other things more important, like. A like, mindset yeah. of, of that of victory. And the creative, the creative genius in you. I mean, we have such amazing minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and through our educational system, those minds are structured to go in a certain direction. For me, once I got to school, I was like, I need to work because mm-hmm. I want to make some money. Mm-hmm. Okay, this school stuff's all right, but I need to make some money. Mm-hmm. That's how that 1.8 manifested. Mm-hmm. I was not one. I never went to a Greek. Which was your Greek, GPA. Yes, my GPA. I never went to a Greek Greek uh, step show. I never went to parties and hanging out. Girl, I was at work. <laughs> because you need to value work. That's right. But I was at work because I wanted to make money for whatever reason. I don't know because I would give the money away. I don't carry cash today because I, I give the money away. If I go to the ATM and I'm getting cash, I already know I'm going to what give the money away. <laughs> so I believe that I have this anointing on my life to create opportunities to uh, create for that creative genius to come that started so long ago. I was born with this didn't have to kind of fi- figure it out. It's just in me. It's mm-hmm. a gifting in me. And so that gifting is so that I can advance the kingdom and mm-hmm. transfer it to the next generation of kingdom citizens, mm-hmm. the glory of God, the principles of God. And so that's what I've come to understand. That's what a kingdompreneur is. So one of the one of the uh, comments, quotes that you made to one uh, of our production team is a few bad mistakes recreate mm-hmm. the identity of who you are. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to mess yeah. it up by trying to explain yeah. it. Go for it. What, what I was trying to explain is that because we didn't do well, because we failed, uh, I have family members that over and over again, there is failure. But failure is to fail forward. When you don't look at what is causing you to stumble and you don't observe it, you don't assess it, and you walk, you don't walk around it, you will continue to allow those failures to define who you are. And they're really creating a new identity. When I think of some of the challenges that I'm facing even today, I say to myself, who are you? What's your future present look like? Who's really inside of you? So one of my nieces I'm having a challenge with, but every day I'm saying, my God, if we rechannel who you are, if we rechannel the energy you have, you are going to so, be so powerful. There is so much power in you that you don't even know what to do with it. That's mm-hmm. why you continue to sabotage yourself. Mm-hmm. But the moment she wakes up, she is going to be one to be reckoned with. She was one to be reckoned with as a young child. That's why it's important to remember who is this she was a leader when she was a young girl. You didn't have to tell her to do it. Yeah. But now all of that gets turned around in the hearts of men, and we have to call call ourselves back to who we are. I want to get to what you're doing right now, but you just said we have to fail forward. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody Failures does that. Failure is just feedback. Fa- yeah, but fail, people fail, and then they stop. Mm-hmm. But they- think about think about this, Autumn. Okay, now if you trip over something, what you going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do? Uh, stand up. No, you don't. <laughs> That's not what you do. Oh, that was the wrong answer. No, that's not what you do. If if anybody thinks about if they trip, almost fall, almost. First thing to do is look around, see who looking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably do that. I probably do that. We all do it. (laughs) But that's an important part of failing forward. Mm. If you start to think about how failure enters your life, wait, stop, look around. Let's see. What, what is actually going on? That's just an observation of the environment. Did someone see me? It's not that you're embarrassed. That part comes if you fall. I mean, I have fallen like a pancake. And the first thing I look around is I looked up 17 stories to see if anybody saw me. Mm-hmm. But do you see? But then the next thing I did is I looked back mm-hmm. because I wanted to observe the thing that caused my failure, mm-hmm. that caused that caused me to trip. I'm like, uh-uh. If I had to walk around it, what do I do? I walk around it the next time. I won't make the same mistake. Mm -hmm. And that's what failing forward is. Start to pay attention. It's okay to fail because it's just feedback. Don't do it this way And I think it's one of the most beneficial things that you can do. Absolutely. That is God's grace and his Mm -hmm. mercy on us to realize... I have learned so much more out of failures, yes. no's, yes. obstacles, trials than I have ever learned out of being the host of the Autumn Miles Show. Yes. I have learned so much more from the pushback because mm-hmm. I've had to learn, okay, I'm pushing back in that area. How am I going to get to my appointed calling? Because I yeah. know God is calling me through mm-hmm. this obstacle, through mm-hmm. this uh, this failure. Okay, love, love, love. Okay, life coach. Yes, Homegirls Alive Coach, guys. Are we shocked by that? No, we're not. Absolutely now, not. I, um, I, now, this Life Coach, we only have three minutes. You okay. can you can um, reach uh, Anna at AnnaMcCoy.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. AnnaMcCoy.com. Look her up. She, If you need coaching, you're like, my life is terrible. I am failing. I'm stopping. Look her up, AnnaMcCoy.com. Um, uh, Talk to me about life coaching and what is that in three minutes. All right. And, um, <clears throat> How can you inspire others through that today on our show? What's so amazing about life coaching is life coaching is this is what we've done through our entire life. When you came into the earth, when you brought your children into the earth, someone was coaching you through the process. Push slow, push slow. Wait, hold. Uh, uh, This is your last one. 
that is coaching us through the process. It's encouragement, it's strengthening, it's comforting, and it's instructing. Mm-hmm. And so I think all of us have life coaches. You know, you have your teachers, you have your friends, you have your coaches in college, you have your pastors, you have your leaders. All of these individuals act as life coaches. They're not certified as life coaches, but that's a natural process right. in the actual Industry has created certain uh, standards, certain ethics, so that when I coach you, Autumn, it's it's confidential. When I coach you, I don't tell you what to do because I so believe that everything is already inside of you. The answers are mm-hmm. inside of you. And all you need is a well-formed question mm-hmm. because the moment you begin to answer a question, the first thing is thinking questions, answers, choices, thinking questions, answers, choices. Mm-hmm. And it will give you your power back. Mm-hmm. And if you can be the decision maker for your life, you're unstoppable. Boom. Bam. Right, Mike. <laughs> um, okay. Well, the, the organization that I run, the Blush Network, our mission statement is to spiritually challenge the way women think. Okay. Spiritually challenge. We want to push back. What have you been thinking all of this time that maybe you need to reformulate mm-hmm. in order to become successful in your Christian life? So sure. um, I love everything that you just said. Well, uh, we are about out of time today, uh, but Anna is going to sit right. She's in studio. I'm loving the studio guest um, lately. Uh, she's going to be back with us tomorrow. She's going to talk through her book, Woman Act Now and then Walk Powerful at Zero, which I'm kind of obsessed with this concept. Um, I want you to join us right back here tomorrow. I know that her story has been uh, inspirational to you. Um, Fail forward, y'all. If you have just come through a failure in your life, learn from it. Turn around. Walk forward. Don't look around too much. <laughs> learn from <laughs> Don't quit. For heaven's sake, in today's day and age, we absolutely do not need you to quit. We need you to become everything that God wants you to become because you are here on purpose for a purpose. Love you guys. I'll mm-hmm. see you back here on the Autumn Show.